0: What does it really take to create a level playing field? One where everybody has the same opportunity to grow and thrive and shine based on who they are and what they most love doing and their real inner talents, rather than the culture and the environment around them. It takes more than inclusion. It takes more than us doing what we've done before and hoping we'll get different results. All of this and more is yours in the first ever episode of the Soul Led Leaders Podcast. The Soul Led Leaders podcast is for corporate leaders who are making waves and changing the rules with their hearts, not just their heads, but they know that their secret 3am self-talk is getting in the way. Where others stress about the status quo, you're the action taker who drives the changes and making a difference and being a crusader is hardwired into your DNA. The Soul Led Leader podcast is here to help. Led by Claire Yosa, law changer, eight times author and international speaker, each episode is designed to help you to clear out the secret glass ceilings you never realized you'd put in your own way so that you can step up showing up with all of who you really are and reclaim your power to make the difference you know you are really here to make in the world with clarity, confidence and passion. So, what does it take to create a true level playing field where everybody has the same opportunity, regardless of their background? A few weeks ago, I ran the Lockdown Leadership Conference with 12 amazing speakers. We were looking at how to take our teams as we exit lockdown from crisis level surviving to thriving. And one of the topics that really struck me that simply hadn't occurred to me was how important it's going to be to create a level playing field for all of our staff. And it came up in an amazing session with Sue Phillips. If you're listening to this podcast as it comes out, there will be a link in the show notes page so you can get instant access to Sue's talk at clareyosa.com forward slash soul led leaders forward slash zero one. And Sue was talking about the challenges we're going to face when we're bringing people back who've been furloughed with colleagues who've been working their backsides off for the last few months and how a lot of the furloughed people are feeling like they've been missing out and potentially overlooked and that's going to damage their future prospects. Similarly, She was talking about what we're going to do when some people come back to the office and some people either can't or don't want to. And how do we make sure we don't then end up with a two-tier workforce where those who are present and top of mind get the golden opportunities and those who are working at home become second-class citizens. Then yesterday, as I'm recording this episode, I ran a ditching imposter syndrome workshop for a major UK corporation that cares so much about class equality that they actually have a network to support people who feel that they are working class and potentially disadvantaged in that organisation because traditionally the leadership roles are taken by those with a very certain background. Then we've got everything that's been happening over lockdown here in the UK where we have children who haven't been to school for three months and many of them may not go for six months. For those children who are at schools where the teachers have been doing lots of proactive teaching, their education has continued. For those who've been at schools where the teachers have just sent out topics each week and the parents have been having to home teach, many of them have hugely missed out on their education and many students don't have access to the IT equipment or the internet speeds they've needed at home to have those fair opportunities, creating a non-level playing field already for next year's UK Key Exams. Then if we look at the way lockdown has run, and Sheryl Sandberg did some really fascinating and disturbing research into the fact that women have been taking on the vast majority, I'm generalizing, but the vast majority of the school at home work and the housework that comes from having the whole family at home and all of the extra cooking and juggling that with their workload that they already had, whereas the fathers tend to have been taking more of a backseat role. So. If you look at Caroline Criado Perez's work in her incredible book, Invisible Women, she talks about the research that shows how even a woman working full-time, even if she's in a leadership role, will often still be taking on the majority of the childcare and the housework. What's happened in lockdown is it's made it even worse. And for these women who've been juggling all of the extra responsibilities, they haven't been able to perform at the levels that they used to, and far too many employers have not been making allowances for this, Or they've just been expecting the women to work until midnight or get up at six in the morning to start work in order to juggle it all, which is what many of them have done. Again, creating a non-level playing field. In lockdown, there has been a huge difference in experience for those who are parents and those who are not and juggling their work. Again, the kind of thing that can have a longer term impact on someone's mental health and their career. Then we have the gender pay gap and gender equity in the most senior roles. And there's research starting to come out showing that lockdown could be making this situation even worse, because with the uncertainty over future childcare, and we don't even know for certain that schools in the UK will go back full time in September, a lot more women are not applying for promotions that they would otherwise have applied for. And then we get Black Lives Matters. With the death of George Floyd, and the realisation, the eye-opening, the immense eye-opening we've been through over recent weeks about how people of colour have not been having the same opportunities as their colleagues, the unconscious bias and discrimination, and the struggles that they face each and every day. When we add all of this together, it is time for a massive wave of change. Every single one of these examples is worthy of of taking proactive actions to create a level playing field. You put them all together and it's simply not optional anymore. Because if we don't have a level playing field, then what happens in an organisation and a business is in the leadership roles, we hire lots of mini-me's, people that we feel comfortable with, people that we understand, people who are like us Not only does this damage the business because some of the highest potential people are missing out on opportunities for reasons that simply aren't valid, but it also damages the people. It damages the business's reputation. It means that your best performers will leave or they will underperform. It gives everybody the message you can only succeed here if you are this kind of person. And in many companies, you can get promoted to a certain level, but beyond that level, you have to conform to the type. It's obvious that we need a massive wave of change, that we really need to be looking at creating a level playing field. But one of the questions I was asked in the imposter syndrome workshop I ran yesterday is, what can we do? If our leadership isn't yet ready to change, if the CEO basically thinks everything is okay, if the entire company culture and structure is built around these tiny discriminations, these tiny disadvantages that are affecting huge numbers of people in the business. And the fact is you don't have to be the CEO to make a difference and be a catalyst for change in creating a genuine level playing field. One of the things that we can easily do is to call out subconscious, unconscious discrimination when we see it. For example, One of the things that I really struggle with is seeing companies organising training sessions and wanting me to come to them in the evenings for people who are working in central London. This immediately makes it hard for anybody with parental responsibilities to attend discriminating against them at an unconscious level, even though that was never the intention of the event organiser. The same can go for breakfast meetings where parents have got to do the school run and they simply can't make them. When we see things like this, We need to speak out, we need to be brave. We don't need to do it in an aggressive way. We need to do it in a way that simply helps us all to see, oh yeah, I had no idea, that wasn't my intention, but you're right, this needs to be done differently. Similarly, if there are cultures and processes within your organization that are potentially holding people back from showing up with all of who they really are and expressing their full potential, we need to be challenging those. Each and every one of us can be a catalyst for change in making a difference to create the level playing field. Another thing that came up in the imposter syndrome workshop yesterday when we're looking at level playing field was the stories we're telling ourselves. Often, the playing field is more level than we think. But if we're reciting the mantra of, I can't get that promotion because... Whichever label we want to apply, because I'm a woman, because I'm a mother, because I'm a person of color, because I'm working class, because I don't have the right education. Unfortunately, sometimes that is true and that's not acceptable. But sometimes it's not. So when we catch ourselves telling ourselves these stories, these mind story dramas, as I call them, it's really important to press pause and ask ourselves is this really true? or am I projecting an assumption? Because sometimes the level playing field actually comes from inside us. Sometimes we use the lack of the obvious level playing field on the outside to stop us taking the actions on the inside, so that that self-talk of things like imposter syndrome, the who am I to do that, suddenly feels excused and validated. So for a soul-led leader, creating a level playing field is an inside job. We each have the potential to be a catalyst to change. We have to be doing the work inside. That means that we feel we have the courage, the influence, and can make an impact on that, whether we are the CEO or an intern in the first week in a role. Changing the world is not so much about what you do, it's about who you allow yourself to become. And each and every one of us has a duty to be calling out the tiny micro discriminations and the larger scale cultural issues that stop us from having a level playing field for everyone, but also to look inside at how am I subconsciously getting in my own way too. Then there's another aspect as a soul-led leader, where you are leading from your heart in a head-based world to make that bigger difference. It's about challenging our internal assumptions. Einstein allegedly famously said that if you keep doing the same thing and expecting different results, that's the first sign of insanity. So it's quite clear that what we need to do really needs to change. But the actions we take become programmed into our brains. There's a bit in your brain called the reticular activating system that filters information from the outside world. It's why, until I ask you right now, how does the little toe on your left foot feel? You probably had no conscious awareness of it. It's why if you buy a red car, suddenly every car on the road is red because that bit of your brain is programmed to filter out the information that you don't need to know And to filter in the information that you've told it is important to you. And one of the ways it filters information is based on our assumptions. If we're running an assumption that our internal recruitment and promotion process is totally fair and has a level level playing field and doesn't accidentally discriminate against anybody, then it's going to be very hard for us to see it. It's like if you're a scientist and you're running an experiment and you have a very strong attachment to your hypothesis you're much more likely to subconsciously dismiss results that contradict that assumption than to see the new data and allow your assumption to be changed. In psychology, we often call this the backfire effect, where if you try to argue with somebody else or a part of your unconscious discussion, self-talk, and you try to contradict it, that other person or your inner critic will dig their heels in and defend their opinion. So as a soul-led leader, to create that level playing field, we need to be challenging our internal assumptions. Is this really true? Is this really fair? And the next stage is to walk a mile in someone else's shoes. If you're thinking about an event that you're running, or if you're thinking about a job that you're filling, or a project that you need to assign... Walk a mile in the shoes of someone who might feel it's not a level playing field and experience it from their point of view. Would this feel like a fair and equal level playing field to them? If not, what do we need to change? That might even involve asking them, A level playing field isn't about equality. It's about equity. It's about everybody having the same opportunities, but also having the support they need to make the most of that opportunities. There is no one-size-fits-all solution. There was a fantastic meme on social media a few months ago about a father taking two children to see a football match, and they had tickets that were behind a barrier. The dad could see over the barrier absolutely fine. The older child, he gave a box to so that the older child could see over the barrier. The younger child was given a box of the same height and still couldn't see. That is equality. Equity is giving the younger child a taller box so that he or she can also see over the barrier and enjoy the game. And this is the mindset shift we need to make as soul-led leaders, is proactively supporting equity, not equality. And if that means, for example, we need to offer different development routes to people who would traditionally have found it hard to reach their full potential, then this is what we need to do. It is not positive discrimination. It is equity in action, creating that level playing field by understanding, accepting and taking action to give everybody the same opportunity. It's so important to involve your teams in these discussions And to make sure we don't go down the route of thinking that people are being special snowflakes, wanting special attention, wanting special support, this is real. And the reason why so many forms of lack of equity and lack of level playing field have come up now is because it is time for us to make this change. So if you were to do one thing as a result of this podcast today, I invite you to ask yourself, what is the first step I could take in the next 24 hours to lead this discussion for my team in a positive, empowering and judgment free way? And on a more personal level, I invite you to ask yourself, how am I contributing towards a lack of equity for myself And what support do I need to help me to get out of my own way so that I feel able to take these opportunities and to speak up where I see unfair treatment, processes, assumptions, and culture in action? So... The show notes with the various resources I've mentioned in today's episode are at claireyosa.com forward slash soul-led leaders forward slash zero one. And that is also where you can sign up for my soul-led leaders emails, which you get on a Monday with each new episode and on a Friday for some accountability. You get extra resources, practical inspiration for your soul-led leader journey. So that's claireyosa.com forward slash soul-led leaders forward slash zero one. And I would love to hear from you. You can email me, hello at clayosa.com. What action are you going to take as a result of listening to today's podcast? I can't wait to hear what you're going to go and do with this stuff. And I will be back in just a few days because we're in launch mode. So I've got a real treat for you next week. I'm going to be sharing with you five key things that I did to create and launch the Lockdown Leadership Conference. So it went from crazy idea to 400 people signed up and a team of 19 of us live co-creating this conference on the day in just three Weeks. And the five core strategies I'm going to be sharing with you in next week's podcast episodes is going to be one a day instead of one a week next week. Are things that you can take away right there, right then, to apply to whatever it is that you are dreaming of creating in your life, in your business, in your career. This is going to be practical, inspirational. You do not want to miss it. So please subscribe to the Soul Led Leaders Podcast on your favorite podcast network. Come to clayosa.com forward slash soul-led leaders forward slash zero one to sign up for my newsletter. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please go and leave the Soul Led Leaders podcast a lovely review on iTunes because they make such a difference in helping more people to discover how to take the next steps on their soul-led leader journey. Thank you so much for listening and I can't wait to hear from you. I'll be back soon with episode two show notes, deep dive resources, and access to Claire's inspirational twice weekly soul-led leaders. Email is available for you at claireyosa.com forward slash soul-led leaders.